0: You had an interview and you said that you were you were a military child so like you were you were um you were around the military of course and you actually were in the military Mm -hmm. yourself like how long were you in the military and what was that experience like for you
1: yes um i was in the air force i was in the air force for almost four years so like three years eight months or nine months or something like that um to be quite honest i always tell everybody is i wouldn't do it twice but I don't regret it. It definitely set me up for a lot of the things that I have now. So I'm grateful for you know the experience in a way. Um, but yeah, I wouldn't do it twice to say the least.
0: <laughs> yeah, for for sure. Like and, and again, Air Force. You weren't you like is that more intense? I'm I'm always wondering like because I, I know Marines are like, yo, Marines is the is the like toughest shit. And then some people say Navy's the toughest Ooh. shit. Like what what was Air Force like in terms of like training and shit?
1: You know, honestly, I'm going to be so honest. Everybody calls the Air Force and the military the chair force because we (laughs) literally just kind of coast. Like, we are all behind desks for the most part. Um, It is the hardest branch to get into. You know, I'm going to my own horn, so you have to score pretty high on the ASVAB um, to get in. But, um, yeah, the the Air Force is supposed to be the chiller of the branches. Um, However, across the board, the military is just a different way of living that I feel like a lot of people just don't understand until they're in it
0: absolutely yeah for sure and I mean I I know it's like corny with people like is it it like weird for people to say like thank you for your service whenever like they find out that you're in the military
1: yeah yeah, you're welcome (laughs) (laughs) but um, a lot of people don't even know to be honest and then when I do tell them they're like that's random and I'm like yeah it's kind of random when I think about it
2: Do you take advantage
1: of the military discounts? 100 percent, except for the military discounts aren't really discounts. They give you like a dollar off if was like 50 cents. Like it's nothing. So half the time, I don't even remember. I mean, remember to ask. But when they do have, you know, good advantages, I definitely do take advantage of it. So,
0: yeah. For all of the stuff that you guys do for the country, they only give a niggas a dollar off. That's crazy.
1: You know, that's what I always say. I'm like, yo, they like here, take your fifty cents. I'm like, all right. But hey, it's fifty cents. I guess money is money. But
0: yeah. So so your time traveling took take you to a lot of different places. And one thing I I did also notice is that you spent some time in Korea. Um, what was that experience like for you just, you know, being from LA and then, you know, going over to Korea and seeing that culture?
1: Right. Um, definitely since, you know, I, I think it was, it was a lot of things. From one, I was just fresh 18 in the military. So going from living in the house, you know, with your parents and, you know, just being a kid essentially to like overnight moving to South Korea, your first time moving outside of the house is in another country. Mm-hmm. That is a shock that I didn't even realize. I didn't know, like, I didn't even know how to prepare for that. So I say when I got there, it was very hard for me to adjust, to be honest. Um, it was it was very hard. Yeah. Like it was my first time, like just living on my own. Didn't know anyone out there. Obviously, there's a 13 hour like time difference. So it was just a lot of things that were hard to adjust to and just the military lifestyle in general. Um, but on the bright side of it is it was such a culture shock that it inspired me to want to take photos and videos and like document every single thing that was going on during the process. And so it was like really a blessing in disguise because everything was new to me. Like I've never been out the country. I've never seen this way of living. Um, so I'm, I'm honestly, I love living in South Korea. I think if I lived there outside the military it would have been even better, but mm. I love my experience overall. Um, of what I did um have while I was in South Korea.
0: I just know that the food was fucking bomb over there. It had to be.
1: Amazing. Amazing. I always tell people too, and not when I say that, I don't even mean like Korean food. I'm like just food in general. Like they are very particular about the food being served as it looks on the photos. Like in mm-hmm. America, they kind of just slap the, the, the food on the plate. Like it's yeah. whatever. You're gonna get what you get. But out there, everywhere you go, they're very particular about having like very nice presentation it doesn't matter if it's fast food fine dining whatever so not only was the presentation amazing but the food was really great so definitely my favorite place to eat
0: And you said that you know korea was was kind of where you got your inspiration to do photography what was like your first camera like what, what was like that moment where you were like yo this is this kind of tight
1: yeah my first camera was a canon t3i and i feel like it's a lot of people's first camera yeah. and it was just like hey it's pretty easy to use um straightforward and like I said I was uh, when I first started I wasn't doing it with the I guess the intention of making it a career because I already had a career essentially the military was my career it was more so just like hey I just want to document like what's going on like everything was like just like wow to me everything was wow even the simplest things were just like a wow factor so um it didn't feel like a job having this camera I was just eager to go try new places me and my friend at the time we would like literally take the bus like to different places. Like we would literally just pick a random place and just be like, let's just go here. So every weekend we would go to a different part of South Korea that were within military zones and just try a new food spot, try a new place. And I would just bring my camera with me. And so it was fun.
0: And and again, you you said you were 18. I I didn't know that part. Like you're super young at this. You were super young at this point on your own. I think, for a lot of a lot of people that age, like that's something where it's like not only just a culture shock, it's like a life shock. Like you're you're you know, exactly. I'm, I'm assuming it's your first time away from your parents and your family. And like mm-hmm. you said, there's that time difference. What what did you, you know, do there? Like, how did you keep in touch or or like keep abreast of like what was going on in America if you, if you did that at all?
1: Yeah, um, I mean, I think my job was just honestly, it was just so mentally draining. So I worked night shifts. Um, most of my time being there. So I worked overnight from, like, 11, I can't remember, maybe 11 p.m. to 11 a.m. We were mm. working 12-hour shift at the time. Um, and so, like, everyone else would sleep was up, vice versa. It was honestly very hard to, like, really keep in contact with my family like that. I would send a message, and then the message, you know, they would respond hours later. Yeah um so it was a lot of like loneliness to be honest in korea like i felt like working a night shift it was only me and one other person on the shift already so then during the day i'm super tired i'm sleep, and then i'm not really talking to my family that much so i just was kind of lost in the sauce to mm-hmm. be honest like i was like just trying to figure it out as i go but um as much as i love korea it was also very lonely um for me too
0: and and i, and I could imagine like photography kind of kind of did it, did it kind of take away some of that loneliness and give you like your own center, your own peace?
1: Definitely. Like, I feel like I was like I said, once I met my friend Bree, um, I met her while I was in South Korea, probably a couple months in. She like she was just so down to do whatever with me. Like so like if I wanted to take photos and test things and do videos and X, Y and Z, she was just like, let's do it. Like and so um, it was just something that I started looking forward to. Like I said, every at the time, too, obviously, I'm underage, so most of the people in the military like drinking and doing hookah and all that is like that's the (laughs) thing to do but I also wasn't even able to do that at the time so it was like I'm just kind of the tag-along friend who's just capturing everybody else having fun to be honest so um but yeah yeah photography definitely was like my like kind of my anchor of like something to look forward to because I started feeling like I didn't really have any true purpose in the military, I was just kind of there. I was just another number. Mm-hmm. But photography was like the one thing that was like unique to me and like my style and my eye and my vision. Do you
2: still have a lot of those early photos and videos that you shot during that time?
1: You know, I lost a whole hard drive of all of my photos from hey. early on. And it's so sad. And but I would used to upload a lot of them to Twitter. And then my old Twitter got deleted too. So now I'm really like, wow, this sucks. But I do have like a handful of them for sure. And I have some videos I actually. Uh, I think I had posted something, like, on Facebook. So I have everything that I have from Facebook from years ago still, for sure.
2: Okay. You had mentioned your friend, yeah. Bree, too. Like, is that someone you still keep in touch with uh, now that you're out the military?
1: Yeah. Me and Bree still keep in touch. Obviously not as much. She's in Georgia now. Um, you know, she has a family. She's married, and I love that for her. Um, but we definitely still actually just talked to her yesterday. But um, we try to see each other at least twice a year, like, make a trip. Or she either she'll come out here or I'll fly out to um, Atlanta and see her. But that is my girl saved my life because she was older than me. So at the time it was like, she was kind of like my big sister, like helping me navigate like life as a black woman in the military is, is a very unique experience. And so she was really like an older sister to me. I don't have any older sisters. I am the oldest. So in general, she was just helping me navigate life, how to deal with people, how to deal with military standards and, you know, just how to cope and get through. She was already in for like six years um before I got to the military. I mean, before I got to South Korea. So um she definitely saved my life and helped me with so much and was like a very important part of my process.
0: Um
2: no, I love you. I was curious.
0: What mm-hmm. what was your your first big like photography gig? Can you can you describe like how you got that?
1: Yeah. Um, I guess my first big gig was well, I guess the first memorable one was actually I had gotten in trouble in the military for it. So you're not allowed to really have another job outside of the military. And so it started becoming a problem once people figured out that I was starting to get booked for it. And it's not just a hobby. But um, I had got booked to shoot um, Diddy's Bad Boy reunion tour in Oakland. Oh shit! So that was the first time. I had got booked for something like really big and this is like right after I got back from South Korea and I had just got back to the States. So I was only shooting for like a year at this point and they had found some photos that I took. I guess somebody posted them on Tumblr. I used to it used to be this group called Hyphy Hoochies in the Bay <laughs> and um, really? I had yeah. shot some photos of them and Diddy's assistant who was Bear Line. It's crazy to see Bear Lines grow too. Um, she reached out and asked me to shoot some photos for that and so I ended up shooting some photos um and that was probably definitely the biggest moment of like uh, it was in the arena the oracle and it was just so big it felt so bigger than life and so it was my first time really even at a big show like that and my first time at a big show was me shooting it so that was definitely my first big gig
0: yeah and 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 again like that that's that's fucking huge for for your first gig. Like the the Bad Boy reunion tour was like everybody was talking about that at the time, and right. Like how did the, like how did you feel when you when when they like reached out like yo, what are you doing? You, you're gonna get in trouble for this.
1: Yeah, well the, my my military base and stuff. They didn't even find out about it until afterwards. I had posted like one Snapchat, and I thought I didn't have anybody from my job on it <laughs> on my Snapchat. And of course, the one person that I did have decided to work it up my whole chain of command and it became a very big deal to say the least um and yeah as much as i was excited it was like they tried to take that moment from me and it was like dang like something really big happened and everyone is shitting on me right now at work like it was crazy
0: yeah that that's crazy they snitched on you like that what what the the fuck did they gain from that
1: (laughs) nothing (laughs) literally nothing
0: I actually had a, a instance in my life where somebody saw me doing something and they and they snitched on me. Josh knows about this story. I think MC yeah, does I was too.
2: The parallels are.
0: <laughs> I actually got that's f- ridiculous. I actually got fired for it, but you know, ended up better for it though.
1: Yeah, I kind of got that. I kind of got fired without being fired in different ways. So that's why I'm like, it, it was it was really serious. Like I had to show up in blues, which is like your dress uniform you only show up in dress uniform if you're getting an award are you about to get boot the boot out the military so yeah. it, it got serious like that and i was just like wow all of this overtaking some photos like this is crazy
0: oh my god okay we're gonna uh we're gonna go from that 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 downside to you know talking about more about your career in the photography we're gonna take a quick break on black parent radio mm-hmm. and we'll be right back after we play some song Big
2: shout out to all the printers that joined us live on Amp this week for Black Print Radio. Shout out to you as well for listening to us right now. This preview of our amazing conversation with Naila House is only a small glimpse of all the stories she blessed us with this week. And there's only one place to hear the full chat in high quality. I don't even have to tell you. You already guessed it. I know you did. Look, I can literally see your face right now. Patreon, it's the home of not only this full replay, but our entire amp library over a year's worth of classics with some of the greatest minds in our community along with early releases of every podcast here on the black print network and after hours bonuses that you'll never hear ever or watch on any of our platforms trust it's a good time to join the family as the printers continue to grow i'm trying to tell you right now i'm just letting you know patreon.com forward slash black
0: print